All right, wall fans. Welcome to another exciting edition of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. This is episode 14. That's right, episode 14. I'll be honest, this week we're going to go off the rails a little bit. I already know what's going to happen. I've been putting together my notes uh, for this week's episode, and it it's going places. It's going places. I'm a little fired up. If you listened to the last episode, you know already what we're going to get into. Uh, and then I had some more stuff firing me up the past couple weeks that we're going to get into this episode, uh, time permitting. So that's right. Go tell it to the wall podcast episode 14. I am as always the one and only Sean work. Thank you for joining us. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for checking us out. If you've been around for a while, thanks for sticking around and joining us yet again. Uh, I want to just a couple housekeeping things. Uh, there is, you know, we added a new segment a couple weeks ago, common sense segment. It kind of makes sense because at Go Tell to the Wall, we're all about common sense. That is a main theme of this podcast. Um, obviously, we go all kinds of different places, and that, that's how it happens. Um, but one thing, I've been teasing it, I think, for months because if you've listened previously, you know um, I am an avid burner, which means I go to Burning Man every year. Uh, it is it is, it is, is in my, my, I don't know, in my personality, I, I, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and I've teased that we're going to have kind of a recap. And I've actually gotten emails and messages from people that are like, when are you going to talk about Burning Man? When are you going to talk about Burning Man? And I've said I would like to have a guest in to talk about it. Here's what we're going to do. And what, what we're going to do is add a new segment to the show. Not that these, <laughs> these segments kind of go all over the place. But for at least the next few episodes, we're going to add a Burning Man segment. And what it is, it's not just talking about Burning Man necessarily, but I want to use this segment to just take down stereotypes, to take them down. And I will give you one example, um, and and then you'll have to wait toward the end of the episode to actually hear about Burning Man. But what we're going to do is just give an instance taking down stereotypes. And some of the stereotypes, you know, I got got back from uh, the last burner, the one before, I play one of these stupid games, you know, Clash of Clans, like a stupid app game, whatever you call them, mobile games. Um, it's quite addictive, but, you know, I don't recommend starting playing these games. Uh, but there, there's guys that are on my, my team, for lack of a better word. I'm not going to get into the details of it. And and one of them was like, oh, where were you for 10 days? And I was like, oh, I was at Burning Man. And his response was, oh, I used to go to raves all the time. And I just shook my head. I told him, yeah, I used to go to raves too, but uh, that's not what Burning Man is. And so that's what we're going to do with this new Burning Man segment is kind of take down those stereotypes. Everyone's like, oh, it's just a bunch of naked hippies doing drugs in the desert. Yeah, there could be some of that. But avid burners like myself who get, you know, spirituality out of it and community out of it, that's not what it's about. And so we're going to take down those stereotypes for at least the next few episodes until I run out of junk to throw at you. Um, and And I do have a good one this week. So if you're if you're a burner, you'll appreciate it, especially if you know if you're if you're my type of burn. I don't want to say my type because I honestly have friends that do like to go out there and all they do is is rave and dance to electronic music and everything. But if you know if if you know me personally, uh, or you're in that part of the burner community where it's where it's it's really is a spiritual experience for you, uh, then you'll appreciate this as well. Um, so just just an update on that. Also, don't forget shameless plugs social media uh check us out on facebook.com slash go tell to the wall uh as well as on twitter at tell the wall pod at tell the wall pod i'm gonna try using twitter more <laughs> fact, I, we got some random responses like on twitter uh i think people were just seeing posts uh from our number one fan i'm tired of dropping your name darshan but you know you're always very much engaged uh so we're trying to use twitter more we're trying to use twitter more 
at Tell the Wall Pod. Follow us. Get your useless information. Your your daily, weekly. I don't want to say daily. We don't. I don't post daily. Uh, you know, at least weekly dose of common sense outside of the actual podcast. Um, so check us out. Go at Go Tell the Wall Pod. Facebook.com slash Go Tell to the Wall. All right, we're going to get right into things, and the reason we're going to speed through a lot of these things uh, simply because I had some cool stuff to talk about, but I'm putting a lot of effort behind the main theme for this show, um, and, and some people are going to really disagree with me. A lot of people are going to agree. Uh, nonetheless, I don't care if you agree or disagree. This is common sense, and, and I think some people need to be educated. So let's, let's breeze through this other crap. All right, from a social media standpoint, there's a couple things I want to talk about. I did a little research research jeez can you tell i'm it's it's one of those weeks guys all right i did a little research on this cash me outside crap whatever i you know i still don't fully understand it because i i don't want to put that much time into researching something like this but i i did gain a better understanding of it slightly better understanding of the cash me outside situation apparently it's this girl she was on dr phil i don't recommend watching dr phil the guy's a hack uh, so don't watch Dr. Phil, but apparently she was on there with her mom. She was a bit of a troubled kid, like 13 year old. Again, I'm not even, I, I don't even care about her name. I don't want to know it I, because I don't want to give people like this, that satisfaction. Well, apparently it was, she, she had some problems with her mom, just off the wall child and was like literally yelling at her mom, apparently on this show. Again, I don't watch Dr. Phil. I don't care. Uh, but, but what, what really makes me upset about this is everyone ran with it and made memes and all this other stuff. Essentially out of something that some dumb, delinquent, 13-year-old girl said. And now what's happened is because it became so popular, she's getting her own freaking reality show. Reality show. For talking back to her mother. That's what she's getting is a reality show for talking back to her mother. It's insane. It really is insane. And this is the kind of world we live in, everyone. Think about that. Think about that. We got people out there getting a college education trying to trying to do stuff with their lives, trying to make a positive impact. But what, what do we as a society do? We put this delinquent girl all over the place on social media. We give her a reality show and we glorify it. Think about that for a minute. We're glorifying delinquency and people wonder why there's problems in, the, in this country and in this world. Just think about that, people. That's common sense. That's common sense that this delinquent shouldn't get a show because she talked back to her mother. That's what happened. So screw you, Dr. Phil. Screw you, cash me outside, girl. And somebody just somebody get her a shrink. She needs a shrink. Dr. Phil's not a shrink. Going on television, all this crap. I'm done with it. So on a lighter note, haha. <laughs> I don't know if any of you out there have seen the some of the latest Burger King ads. I don't have cable. I'm a cable I'm a, a cord cutter, you know. I watch I consume my television through other medium uh, outside of cable television. So I really I didn't actually see this commercial um, coming across my television. Thank God, because my Google Home happens to be sitting next to my television. Um, but Burger King put out an ad, and within the ad, this guy basically turns to the camera and says that word that we promised a long time ago. If you're new to the show, we don't say the actual command because I did it many, many episodes ago and was informed that that could be triggering people's Google, their phones, their Google Home now that that's out and everything else. Uh, and what happened was Burger King purposefully tripped people's Google Home. So they had this guy turns to the camera, he says that phrase, and then it's something along the lines of, what is a Whopper? And Burger King edited their Wikipedia page, because what happens is Google Home pulls this information from Wikipedia and then regurgitates it to you. So Burger King edited their Wikipedia page to have a description of the Whopper, and it was very in-depth and everything else. Uh, a lot of people got upset. I understand. You, sh you shouldn't be triggering people's Google Home. And then what happened was, if, if you're not aware, you can actually anyone can actually edit 
Wikipedia. You can edit it. Anybody. Anybody. So what happened was there was an edit war. So people were editing the description on Wikipedia, and what was happening is Google Homes in people's houses were giving these these other descriptions of the Whopper, which were pretty hilarious. I'm not going to get into like details of it and everything else. Now, everyone kind of got up in an uproar about Burger King. And they're like, oh, this is terrible. You're you're using the Google Homes and stuff. And then what happened was that the backlash was kind of like, what was Burger King thinking? You know? And then on top of that, Google, of course, goes into Google Home, puts in like, I don't understand how this crap works. I'm, I'm not a super technical person. But they put in a stop so that the commercial didn't trigger it anymore. But then what happened is everyone's getting on social media and talking about it. All over the place. All over the place. This is the definition of a viral video. And it's not even a video. It's not even a video. What they did was they put out a commercial that just, now it's everywhere. It is everywhere. And the funny thing is a lot of the backlash was Burger King screwed up. They shouldn't have done this. Oh, that marketing team knew what the heck they were doing. Unlike the Pepsi marketing team that really doesn't have a clue. That Burger King marketing, they're kind of smart over there. Kind of smart. Uh, so keep your, keep your Google home and your phones away from your television. If that one comes on, actually it's not even, it doesn't trigger anymore because Google fixed it. But now everyone's talking about it and now everyone's got a goddamn Whopper on their end. I haven't had a Whopper in years, years, but I thought about a Whopper today. Yeah, that's how that works. Viral marketing, viral marketing people. All right. Now we're going to rant a little. That one was more fun from another thing from social media. It's April. Which means we have gotten past April 1st. Some idiots out there like to call this April Fool's Day. I don't know who came up with this. And it used to be kind of funny when you were a kid. You know, you pull little pranks and stuff. Now in this, in this world where information moves so rapidly, everyone feels the need to put April Fool's jokes all over social media. So it's all over the place. So looking at social media, even websites or news sites on April 1st is a joke. Because you don't know what's true. You don't know what's true and you don't know what's untrue. And then to top it off, people are people are using like the days before and after to like build up their April Fool's jokes. George Takei, who started his April Fool's joke the day before April Fool's Day. If you didn't see this, he decided to make everyone think that he was going to be running for Congress when really it was just a big April Fool's joke. Yeah, real funny. Real funny, George. I'll be honest. You're not funny. You're not funny. Your stupid writers that do your social media posts, they're not funny anymore either. So just stop. Just stop. I respect you. You're a good actor. You know, you've done some great things for, for gay rights. Uh, but it's not funny. You know, my mother used to tell me a story. The story about the boy who cried wolf. If you've never heard this story, I encourage you to look it up. Google it. That's what's happening on April Fool's Day. It's a bunch of people crying wolf. Crying wolf making jokes unnecessarily. And it's not funny. It's not funny. What's going to happen is you're, people like this keep making these jokes. One day they're going to make, make a serious post or say something serious. And everyone's going to think it's a goddamn joke. That's what the boy who cried wolf is. So look it up if you've never heard about it. I heard that many, many a times from my mother growing up. I know it well. All right, another thing with social media. I'm going to talk about it. We all know what happened this week with United. I'm going to talk about it. Okay. But keep that in mind. We all know what happened this week with United. Everybody knows. Yet, you turn on social media, and that's all it is. United memes. Making fun. And I get it. I get it. Everyone wants to be funny. But after like the 10th time, we're done. We get it. United sucks. You know? 
we got to hold my United, hold my beer. I'm over the hold my beer junk. Just stop. And then they, they got that dude from that walking dead show with a bat that's all over the memes and stuff. Yes. I don't understand something about Lucille. I don't even understand what that is. Cause I don't watch that dead walking show or whatever walking, whatever it is. I know I did a spoiler month or so ago and I still don't feel bad about that, but we're done with the memes. We get it. United sucks. Come up with a more original idea, something new, you know, don't just piggyback off a bunch of, you know, if you, if you've seen a meme like through your feed 18 times, don't post it again. Chances are all of your friends have seen it. My entire feed is just full of United. Oh, United Airlines is terrible and everything else. We get it. We all know they're terrible. Okay. We're going to get into more of that a little later. Here's where we start breezing through things, folks, uh, because like I said, we're going off the rails. Oh, let me get this in because I'm just, before I forget, this week, if, if you listen previously, you know, I, I plug what beer I'm drinking every week. This year, I happen to be drinking a Coronado Brewing Company Islander IPA. If you don't know what an IPA is, you should. They're very good. I don't mean it that way. I know a lot of friends that really don't like IPAs. I happen to like them, but this one's a really good one. And I've actually had some friends that have had one of these with me that don't like IPAs, and they do like them. It's the Islander IPA. So check it out if you're a if you're an IPA fan, if you're a beer fan, um, even if you kind of like IPAs but you don't like most of them, this would be one to check out. It's the Islander IPA, uh, Coronado Brewing Company. They're all over the place. They're out of San Diego, so I'm a little biased simply because I like beers coming out of San Diego. I outside of sports teams, anything coming out of San Diego, I, I usually kind of love. Um, and this is one of them, Coronado, beautiful place, great beer coming out of there. Uh, so check it out. All right. So we're done with the damn beer plug now. I say that like it's terrible. I, I don't know why I said it like that. That's, you know, oh, it's so terrible. I got to sit here and drink a beer while I'm doing it. Yeah, I know. First world problems. All right. Moving on TV, books, film, whatever the heck this section is. I know it's just kind of a mishmash of things. Uh, but like I said, we're, we're, we're cooking through this stuff. So I got one thing. One thing that I saw today that got me super excited. Um, I am a huge, huge Henson fan. Jim Henson Studios. Jim Henson and his sons and everyone that has gone through there. Um, and the Muppets and Fraggle Rock and, you know, even Sesame Street and everything else that is basically has come out of the Henson Company. Dinosaurs, that, that movie that was on in the 90s. Or the movie. Television show was on in the 90s. Kind of sitcom on in the 90s. Dinosaurs. That was all done by Henson. Uh, these, these incredible puppets. And Puppet Up. Don't even get me started on Puppet Up. I could watch I could watch Puppet Up every night of every day of every week of every month of every year. It is just the most fantastic thing. If you don't know what Puppet Up is, Google it, check it out. Uh, but Henson Studios also had a movie, and I'm blanking on the year. If only I had this like thing in front of me with. I'm not going to take the time to look it up, guys. Uh, it's I, I want to say it's 1990. Happens to be the last film uh, that Jim Henson directed before he died. It might have been like 1989 because Jim Henson died in 1990. Little film called Labyrinth didn't do terribly well in the theaters, um, but it has a really big cult following, and I happen to be one of those cult followers, I guess, because it's fantastic. It is a fantastic movie. Check it out. It is Labyrinth. Um, if if you're if you're a child of the '80s like myself, <laughs> it has Jennifer Connelly. Um, if you're a child of the '80s who likes looking at beautiful women, um, it has Jennifer Connelly. If you're a child of the '80s who likes looking at beautiful men, uh, it has David Bowie. So really, it's a win-win either way. Um, and you know, I. I'm secure enough where I can say David Bowie is a badass mofo uh, in that movie. And um, for women or men or anyone who's into him, there is, there's a lot of bulging going on, and he's wearing a lot of tights in that movie. <laughs> uh, but it's a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I'll be honest, my wife has not seen it. I still don't understand because she's a huge Henson Muppet Everything fan. Uh, she hasn't seen it yet. 
But what happened was Henson Studios came out with an announcement today. Uh, they're working in conjunction with TriStar Studios. That's a that's a movie studio here in L.A. Not even in Hollywood for those of you outside of Los Angeles, Southern California that don't realize that the movie studios aren't, most of them aren't actually in Hollywood, but it is in Los Angeles. They're working with TriStar uh, to create some new movies around Labyrinth, at least one to start. We'll see. I'm sure they'll see if it has popularity because, you know, everyone knows we just, we make a sequel out of everything if it's remotely popular. Uh, and what it is, it's not a remake. It's not a sequel to Labyrinth, but what they're doing is there's this world, and I'm not going to get into details of it. If you're a Labyrinth fan, you know what I'm talking about. If you've never seen it, Google it, check it out. I'm sure it's on Netflix. Fantastic movie. Just fantastic. Um, and basically what they're doing is doing at least one movie, and then I'm sure going to be more because there will be a good following for this in the Labyrinth world. So it's not a sequel. It's not a remake. It's just in that universe, which is amazing to me because it's a fantastic universe uh, that Jim Henson created. And now we're going to get to see more of it. So I'm excited because Labyrinth is absolutely one of my favorite movies. Uh, I loved it uh, when it first came out. I still love it to this day. And like I said, Jennifer Connelly, David Bowe, I mean, come on, and a bunch of Henson puppets. I mean, this is... There's nothing else. You, you can't ask for anything else. You just, you can't, you know? I mean, you probably could, but it ha it has everything I love. So check that out. Coming out, I don't even know when. I didn't get a bunch of, th it's been, it's been one of those show prep days where I just kept getting so fired up. I had to keep going, like walking in, out of my office and studio into the other room and like talking about and being like, do you think this is ridiculous? Some of it was ridiculous. <laughs> it happens. You got to bounce ideas off people. Um, and, and unfortunately my wife happens to be sitting there most of the time and, uh, and and I have to bounce ideas off of her, you know, along with everyone else that's kind of been putting junk in the show because I get that stuff too. Um, but she just happens to be the most accessible, especially when she's stuck under uh, Zofia. She she literally can't move. I can talk her ear off when she when she's feeding Zoe. Um, and so that's just amazing. Update on Zoe too. She's five months now. Time flies. If you're a parent, you know it. If you're not, if it flies when you're a parent. I don't know where five months went. Granted, I'm still short on sleep. Um, and on top of that, this week, <laughs> my wife Diana uh, went back to work. <laughs> she works in, in entertainment, in themed entertainment, uh, but she's pretty much in an office 9 to 5. Um, as you know, I do podcasts and I do live events and I, I work with Cal's Game Night. Uh, so a lot of stuff I do is like at night and it's not full time. So I'm basically doing the dad thing uh, most of the time during the day now, which has been fantastic. Uh, but it's, it's, it's not improving my already very existent sleep deprivation um so we'll we'll, we'll see how show prep kind of goes for the next couple weeks because you think this one's off the rails wait until i really got no sleep <laughs> then we're really going off the rails all right that's enough tv film books i'm pretending to mark things up for my little gopro that's one day gonna go on the youtube yeah uh -huh. i'm not really marking anything up. yeah I am. i'm just marking marks on my notebook uh music i plug them all the time and there's a reason I'll be honest, I'm biased, but it's fantastic music. Cloudside's new album came out April 7th. It is out. Check it out. It's on It's on like everything. Uh, it's on Spotify. I believe it's on iTunes. Uh, when Jeff listens to this episode, he'll start texting. It's, it's here, here, and here. Uh, but check it out. Just, just Google them. Follow them on Facebook. Uh, Cloudside uh, new album came out April 7th. Check it out. And I'm pretty sure it's free on Spotify. I'll probably get corrected by those guys uh, if, if I'm giving incorrect info. Uh, but you should be able to find it. They've, they're on all the social media things too. So just search Cloudside. Uh, fantastic band out of San Diego. Full disclosure, I am biased. But it is fantastic music. Check them out. Cloudside. Uh, all right. 
That's enough music. I <laughs> told you we got to get to the important stuff. Uh, sports ball. Uh-huh, that's right. Sports ball. I don't have much this week. I just don't. I do have one thing. If anyone ever sees the video for this podcast episode, like, like if you don't know, I, I record all of these. I haven't published any of them. Record all of them. I have from, from episode zero to now episode 14. Need to do something with these videos, and we will do that at some point. Uh, if you've listened before, you know we have a YouTube channel now. Nothing goes up there. <laughs> I'll be honest. We're working on it. Uh, but maybe we'll put some of that up there. But if this ever goes up there, you will see that for episode 14, I'm wearing a Boston Red Sox hat. And that is because... Uh, Baseball season started last week. That's right, baseball season. Now, I know most of my listeners are not sports ball fans. I'm a huge baseball fan. I really enjoy watching baseball, and I actually cannot wait to bring Zoe uh, to her first baseball game. I'm hoping to do it this summer. Um, and, and when the Red Sox come to town uh, playing the Angels, they play the Angels every year. I try to go. Uh, last year I went to two games because David Ortiz was playing his last season. I needed to see him at least twice before he retired. Um, but baseball season has started. So if you have a husband, wife, cousin, aunt, uncle, significant anything that's a big baseball fan, they might be a little more engaged right now. Although it does take a couple months uh, for, for baseball season to, to really ramp up because there's 162 games. <laughs> so we've got a while, um, but it is baseball season, and I'm excited. All right, moving on. Tech. See that? I dropped my pen. Tech saw an article today we've talked about this previously if you've listened if you haven't nintendo released this little thing called nes classic on november 11th i will never forget the date that they released it because it happens to be zofia's birthday she was born the day this thing was released obviously i didn't get out to the store to get one which probably didn't matter because there was a short stock of them I've talked about this previously, that they were really just hyping it up for Christmas. And, I, and I've said multiple times on this podcast, I'm just waiting until there's a bunch available. Well, Nintendo announced today that they're discontinuing it. <laughs> what was that? Five, five months? Holy jeez. I, see, I, I even know exactly how long it's been out because it came out on Zoe's birthday. It's five months. It's five months. It's been out five months, and they're discontinuing it, and it's been short stock all the time. You, you can't find these things anywhere, and they're discontinuing it. So screw you, Nintendo. Screw you, because I, I don't even understand. You know there's a demand for this. It can't be that expensive to make. I'm sure it's not. The thing costs $60 brand new. You can freaking make them. Make the damn systems, NES Classic. I don't know what you're doing. You're just teasing people, and it's this big hype thing. So honestly, if they really do discontinue it, and you can't find the damn... I'm done with Nintendo. I'm done. Not that I have any Nintendo products, because all I wanted was the stupid Classic, and I can't even get that. Uh, but seriously, Nintendo, get it together, because this is ridiculous. Like, you just, you teased everybody. Spent five months teasing everybody. Some people got them. Not me. Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah, that's enough of that. I'm done with tech this week. I'm so done. There's going to be a lot of stuff coming up, because the S8 got announced and all this other stuff. But really, nobody cares. Just Google it. You know, check it out. I'll probably still rant about it for some reason. Uh, but here we go. All right, so common sense segment. This is actually kind of a two-parter. And I'm going to give the, the just inarguable common sense one first. And that would be the story I came across today, as a matter of fact. And this could have gone into social media as well, because it has everything to do with social media. I'm hearing Zoe crying over my shoulder here. I'm hoping she's... Luckily, Diana's there. Yeah, it's a fussy time. That's what happens when you have a five-month-old at home. Sometimes she's crying when you're trying to do a podcast. That's okay, though. Um, all right. 
since 13-year-old in Atlanta. Somehow got his hands on a handgun. 13 years old. Handgun. Was in his room playing with it while on Instagram Live, which honestly I didn't even realize was a thing. <laughs> I only use Instagram because my wife uses it and then tags me and stuff, mostly Zoe pictures. Uh, but I didn't even know Instagram Live was a thing. Apparently he was on Instagram Live showing off his handgun that he got a couple days prior from a friend of his. As he's showing off this handgun on Instagram Live, shoots himself in the head. And died. Died. 13 years old, in Atlanta, dead. Because he wanted to show off his handgun on Instagram. Now, Instagram, really, this could have happened either way. There have been accidental deaths with kids and guns for the longest time. But here's common sense. If you're out there at 13 years old listening to this, you don't need a gun. You don't need a gun. You know, maybe you're a hunter or something, but then your gun is not just like hanging out in your room and you're not on Instagram live hanging out with your gun. You know, if you're, if, if you go hunting, like actually, no, I have friends that have kids, they go hunting and stuff and they, they, they've learned to shoot guns at a, at a fairly early age. I guarantee the guns aren't in their rooms, you know? So it's not Instagram's fault, but clearly Instagram gave him a platform to be motivated to show off. And it's not his fault, except that, unfortunately, at 13 years old, you should know better. You shouldn't be just twirling a gun around in your room, you know? And on top of that, whoever was watching on Instagram Live, maybe be like, yo, how about you're not just playing with a loaded gun on Instagram Live? You know, I'm sure some, somebody had to have known his parents. Call the parents. Uh, do you know your son's upstairs just twirling a gun around? You know? And it's not the parents' fault, except that this is where parents need to be engaged with their children. You need to understand. You need to talk to your kids. Make sure they understand the danger of guns. From reading this story, it sounded like the kid just didn't understand the danger of guns and thought it was cool. It's not cool. Guns aren't cool. Guns are a tool. <laughs> you like that? A little, <laughs> little poetry there? Guns are not cool. Guns are a tool. Um, and I, and I, I realize I am all for gun control. I, I have been for the majority of my life. Uh, but we're obviously not going to eliminate guns from the face of the earth. They do serve a purpose. I'm not a hunter myself. I don't get hunting. I'm a meat eater, you know. So, so I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and oh, you're killing innocent animals. No, no. I'm a meat eater. I just don't get trophy hunting and all this other stuff. Like I, I have no desire to go out and shoot a, a living animal, you know. I will. I will eat the meat from an animal that was once living. So I, far be it for me to, to, to criticize. Uh, but, but I don't personally get it. But I do. I do see that you know. There is a purpose for it. But common sense says a 13-year-old shouldn't have a gun in a bedroom. And somebody needs to get on top of things. There are so many moving parts there. Instagram Live. Parents right downstairs. Grandmother in the house right downstairs. Kid in the bedroom by himself. And I know 13-year-old boys, you leave them in their bedroom by themselves because they're doing a lot of other things in there that is perfectly healthy and perfectly natural. But talk to your kids. Talk to your kids. Common sense, wall fans, common sense. All right, we're getting so close. I keep like flipping to this and I'm like, oh, this is where I get angry. Uh, but to ramp up the anger, United Airlines. <laughs> we all saw the video this week. We all saw the story a couple weeks ago and I wanna start with that story a couple weeks ago. There was these two girls, they were trying to get on a United plane and they were wearing leggings. And they weren't allowed to get on the plane with the leggings because it was inappropriate. Everyone jumped on this so quickly it wasn't even funny. 
what people weren't realizing right away is that they were flying on employee tickets, okay? Employee passes to get on the airplane, which means as employees, you actually can give a dress code. So had these two girls not been flying on employee passes, perfectly fine for them to get on that airplane in leggings. Perfectly fine. But because United has a dress code for people flying on employee passes, they had to have them change. Now, granted, the two girls that were wearing the leggings went and changed no problems. Everyone else that heard about this and got wind of it decided it to make it a big thing. Here's the thing, wall fans. I own multiple pairs of leggings. I could, I almost did it. I could be sitting here wearing leggings doing this podcast right now. You know why? Because it's my damn podcast. It's my podcast. Now, I spent years at the Walt Disney Company in marketing. I spent some time at Universal. I spent time other places. I used to DJ at schools and entertain kids. The guy that owned that company, we had a little bit of a dress code when I was entertaining kids. At Disney, do you think it would have been cool for me to just roll into work every day and sitting in marketing meetings and in leggings? No. No. I wear them where appropriate. This is my podcast. I can sit here and wear leggings. I'm not going to go to a Cal's game night and wear leggings. Now, granted, I may book a Cal's game night where it's appropriate, you know, or may book a party where I could do. But again, I'm not doing it at Disney. I'm not doing it at Universal. This is just common sense. It's common sense. Employers can have a freaking dress code because you're representing that company. That's just, that's just how it is. So everyone needs to stop with the stupid leggings thing. We get it. We get it. It sucked for them. Actually, it didn't even really suck for the girls because they just went and changed. <laughs> There's a rule. Okay, no problem. We'll put on something different. Everyone else thinks it's, oh, terrible. They're being so biased and won't let them. Yeah, well, again, if they would have paid for their ticket and not been flying for free on an employee pass, perfectly fine. Understand that, wall fans. There's a big difference. Big difference here. I want to talk about I'm not going to get into detail about this guy dragged off the plane. But here's the thing. I've had a few discussions about this over the past few days. Now, was United right in what they were doing? No. No. Should they have handled it that way? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But here's the thing. People get bumped all the time. This has been happening since the beginning of air travel. Since, since, when, since back when air travel, you know, was a luxury, people dressed up to travel on an airplane. It's been happening since then. So, was United right? No, absolutely not. Is this a new thing? Not really. Were the airport police probably in the wrong by carrying him off the plane like that? Probably a little bit. But here's the thing. Should that guy have just gotten off the plane and then gone and complained and then sued? Probably. I'm going to give this one about a 70-30 blame. 70 on United because they did handle it wrong. But we had this thing in 2001. It was called, we call it 9-11. And ever since then, air travel has been a little more difficult. You know, understandably, because planes crashed into buildings. That's what happened if you're not aware of what 9-11 is. Think about that for a minute. So yes, should United have been really that forceful with him? Probably not. Should they overbook flights the way that they've been doing since the beginning of air travel? Probably not. Should that guy have calmed the hell down? Probably Probably, because that's the thing. Once you get crazy and ornery on an airplane, you're coming off that plane. That's the bottom line. It doesn't matter. I mean, he, even if you, the things you're saying are correct, and you're correct, if you cause a ruckus like that, 
You're coming off the plane. You're getting arrested. You're coming off the plane. So it's just not smart. I, I get it. I understand. He wanted to go. He wanted to travel back to Louisville or whatever. Probably to go trade some more drugs for sex. <laughs> you see, I throw that in there. And again, that's another part of this aspect. Everyone came out. Oh, he's got a criminal record. That has nothing to do with this situation. That that's completely independent. I hate when people. No, he's got a criminal record. Oh, well, that that doesn't make it right for what United did. United, first of all, didn't know he had a criminal record. And second of all, they, 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 we all know they didn't handle it wrong. But the guy didn't handle it in the best way possible either. And that's the bottom line. He could have been a little better about it. He didn't have to be dragged off that plane. He shouldn't have been, but he didn't have to be. He would have had probably just as good of a lawsuit with much less of a ruckus. And he wouldn't have lost teeth and, got, and broken his nose. You know? Because that's what's going to happen. Is He got Henri and he got out of hand. And they had to take him off the plane. Totally understand it. Um, not that he should be taken off like that, but I understand how it could get to this point is what I'm trying to say. And common sense says, don't let it get to that point, dude. Like, don't let it get to that point. I mean, that's just, it's simple as that. Really, everybody was wrong in this situation. And no one's talking about the airport police. You know, United made the decision that he had to come off the plane. United, the, the, the flight attendants didn't pull him off the plane. The airport police pulled him off the plane. They were the ones roughing him up. So everybody's wrong in this situation. Everybody. So use common sense out there, especially when you're traveling by airplane. All right. Whew. I got to catch my breath here. Crack the knuckles a little. So I teased on episode 13 because I feel like there's some people in this world that still don't understand women's rights movements and why there's things like a women's appreciation day. It's true. People don't understand why. It's just, it, these are probably the same people that don't understand why there's a Black Lives Matter movement. You know, they don't understand why protests happen. I guarantee you they're the same type of people. Well, we're going to get into a little detail of why there is Women's Appreciation Day. Of why there are women's rights movements. And why there have been for a very long time. Because the bottom line is, and this is a, this is a fact. This is a common sense fact. Women have been marginalized since the beginning of time marginalized, not fully respected, and not given their due, their due, their just deserve. That's, that's a fact. You can't, you can't, that's inarguable, inarguable common sense. If you look at history, that's what's happened. You can't argue it. You can say, maybe it's not as bad as, no, yes, I, I get that. We can, we can get into the minutia of it, but the it's a fact. The bottom line is women have not been treated as fairly as men throughout the history of time, especially in this country. It just hasn't happened. And if you're blind to that, you need your eyes opened. And maybe we're going to open your eyes a little bit here. Hmm. I actually had to stop myself from researching this one because I was just finding too much stuff and I was getting, I was getting downright pissed off. Downright pissed off. Now, granted, I have a daughter. I have a wife and a daughter, so I am a little more sensitive to it because I don't want my daughter growing up dealing with this stuff. But the bottom line is women should be treated the same as men. Let's go through a few of these things as I look at my Google and my computer. I didn't even take full notes on this. I've just, I've just got it here because it's simple. I could have the Google Home in here, like just telling you guys. First one I want to talk about, there was a former contestant on The Apprentice. I don't want to get into, like, we don't get political. This has nothing to do with politics. He just happened to be a former contestant on The Apprentice. His name is Brian McDowell. 
he had filed a petition to run for office. Again, we don't get into politics. I don't, I don't know what office he's running for. It was GOP, Republican, like, has nothing to do with this situation. I'm just giving you a little background. Apparently what happened was there was a video that was released of him. Clearly pretty drunk. I don't even know where. At a party or something. At a bar. He's talking to a woman. Just some random woman. He turns to her and he says, exactly like this, except he says the full word. You know I try not to curse on this podcast. You should F me. But says the word. And he says it again. You should F me. To this woman. Think about that. Now, granted, I'm sure there's women out there who have said you should, you know, but the bottom line is this happens much more. Men are doing this much, much, much more. It is commonplace for men to do this. It's commonplace. I'm not sitting here and, and you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm ignorant to the fact that women can do the same thing, but the bottom line is it has systematically happened to women for hundreds of years, hundreds Hundreds of years. In fact, another little article I found today, and I couldn't even bring myself to read this whole thing, but there was a New York Post article. New York Post. I don't know how reputable they are. I don't read all these, you know. I, I, I don't get into the, the semantics of, like, who's more honest and who's, you know, in whose pocket and everything else. Uh, but this guy, there's a guy on here. Uh, Dan, Dan Rockland. I can't spell his name. Apparently, uh, Dan Rockland, who decided to talk about how he doesn't date hot women anymore. The title of this article is Why I Don't Date Hot Women Anymore. And honestly, the little bit of the article I read, it makes sense. But the thing is, it doesn't have to do with hot women or even women. It has to do with personality. But to him, it's all surface. And it's funny because they, they show a photo of him and his current girlfriend. <laughs> so you don't think your girlfriend's hot? Like, be honest. You don't think your girlfriend's hot. I don't date hot women anymore. These are the kind of articles. New York Post. I, why I don't date hot women anymore. It talks about how women, the these hot women, I'm, I'm holding up finger quotes, these hot women, you know, how they, they can't hold a conversation and everything else. These are the kind of things that women have to deal with. Granted, there, there are some women out there who can't hold conversations. Some of them are pretty. Some of them may be a little ugly. Like, you know, this is all subjective. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to do with their looks or their gender. There are plenty of guys out there that can't hold a conversation. For all I know in this New York Post article, this Dan Rockland, maybe he can't hold a conversation. Maybe he's the problem. But no, he gets an article on the New York Post about why he doesn't date hot women. Yeah, this stuff happens. This stuff happens, Wall fans. Let's move right along here. Oh, so... Everyone's pretty aware that to elect people in this country, everyone's very aware right now, to elect people in this country or pass laws for the most part, it's voted upon. You know, some things are just voted through Congress and the Senate. Some things come to the general population of the United States. Really, most countries have, have some form of voting uh, these days, with the exception of these dictatorships that are still out there and everything. But we're not, again, we're not going to get into semantics of that. Men have been able to vote in this country basically since George Washington. If you don't know who he was, first president of the United States of America. Men, able to vote. So think about that. Men have been voting since the late 1700s, early 1800s. Do you know when women got the ability to vote in this country? 1920. 
Women were not allowed to vote in this country until 1920. It's less than 100 years ago. Less than 100 years. And they had to fight tooth and nail for the right to vote. You know why? Because people in this country thought that women were not as good as men. That's what happened. That's what happened. 1920. 100 years ago. Some of you may have relatives still living that weren't allowed to vote at one time in their life. Probably not still living because, you know, they wouldn't have been old enough to vote even at that point. But that were alive when women weren't allowed to vote. You know, that's crazy to think about. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. And if it doesn't anger you or at least irritate you, ask yourself why. Ask yourself why you think women shouldn't. There was, there was no reason for women to have the equal right as men to vote in this country until 1920. That was only 100 years ago. And that was 100 plus years after men were able to vote in this country. Yeah. And we need to worry about, we're questioning why there's women's rights movements. Oh, well, but Sean, that was 1920. That was so long ago. It's so different now. Haha. Uh-huh. Do you think so? Do you think so? Uh, because the bottom line is, from the surveys done in this country, very in-depth surveys, the national average in the United States of America is that women overall, in the same position as a man, same exact position as a man, make about 80% of what their male counterpart will. Same exact position. We're not talking like slightly above and, oh, that's why he makes one. No, no, same position in this country. These are hard facts. Again, there's probably women out there in the same position as men making, making the same amount as that man. You know, or even more sometimes. But the fact of the matter is that overall, on average, women are making 80% of what a man in that same exact position is making. Those are hard facts, wall fans. Hard facts. Hard facts. You can't argue it. You can't argue it. But, But why do we need women's appreciation? Why do we need women's rights movements? That's why. That's why women are still to this day fighting for their rights fighting for their rights because this is what we do as a society in fact there's a great little article that came out a little while ago and i think got picked up in a lot of places uh but and and i'm i'm gonna post it to the facebook page again facebook.com slash go go tell it to the wall because i feel like this is one that everyone needs to read um and essentially i'm just gonna give you the top line on it uh there there was a man and a woman that worked for a a a small company that did like resume writing and and resume help for for people looking for jobs essentially Okay, uh, and what happened was again, man and woman doing the exact same position at the same at this company, um, and the woman was having a little bit of trouble. Uh, she would get a lot of pushback from their clients when she said, "Well, you should do this," and then they would argue with her about why she should do it. Uh, and her male counterpart really wasn't getting a lot of that pushback when you could say, "Ah, well, maybe they're having different ideas." What happened about three years ago? They decided to basically pull the wool over all their clients' eyes, and and they switched clients. What what they said was they said they were switching clients and didn't actually switch. They just changed their email signatures. So the male counterpart was now using the female's signature. If you know, if, and if you don't know what I'm talking about on emails, everyone has like at the bottom of their email, it's like you know, thanks, or if you if you think you're British, cheers and you know, stuff like that. And, and, you know, and then they've got their title. And, you know, if you work for a company like Disney, you've got 18 photos there of the 
Disney cat, whatever the hell they put on their email signatures. Now it's, it's out of hand. Um, but that's an email signature we see at the bottom. So these clients were seeing when the, when the male was giving them information or whatever it was, they were seeing the female's signature and when the female was giving, uh, advice and notes and everything else, they're seeing the male signature. What happened was all of a sudden the female wasn't getting any pushback. She wasn't getting any pushback. I mean, granted, I'm sure there was some pushback in there. You know, you, it's still a discussion, uh, but not like she was with her actual signature on there to top it off the male counterpart to this female who was using the female's signature suddenly after doing this for quite a while was getting pushback that he never used to get <laughs> think about this wall fans an email signature it was the same person he was giving the same advice and the same notes she was giving the same advice in the same notes suddenly she gets no pushback and he gets all the pushback Yet we don't need women's rights movements in this country. We don't need a women's appreciation day. Yeah, I guess not, huh? Because we've got it all figured out. Fooling people with email signatures and stuff. I mean, think about that. Just think about it for a minute. I want everyone everyone listening to think about that. And after you think about it, if you realize how sick it is and how just stupid it is and how terrible it is that the way we treat women in this country, tell your friends about it. Make sure they're aware. And you don't have to be a woman to fight for women's rights. I'm not. But I strongly believe in it. I strongly believe that women should be treated equally to men. You know, granted, there are some things that women can't do that men can do. Uh, they can't go sell their sperm to a sperm bank. You know, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can, you know, and men can't go sell their eggs to a, wherever you sell it. I don't, um, I apologize. I, I think it's a little harder to sell. The, so, granted, there are things. Women can only do this. Men can only do this. There's those few exceptions. But we're talking about hard facts here. Same job, same position, 80% of what the male makes. Same job, same position, switch email signatures. Well, suddenly if they think they're talking to a man, they don't have all this pushback. They just trust him. Think about that. It's the world we live in. It's the world we live in. The GOP candidate who talks like that. That's the thing too, you know? And and I, I saw something. Oh, that's what it was. See. Here's the thing. <laughs> we don't get we don't get political on this. But we all know that there was a video that came out about with our current president. And I will tell you right now, and it, oh, it's locker room talk. And some people are still defending this as locker room talk. It is not locker room talk. I've been in a lot of rock, locker rooms in my, over my life. I have. I was a high school athlete. Tons of locker rooms. I go I when I have time, not lately, 5 month old, uh, I go to the gym. I'm in the locker room all the time. That's not locker room talk. That's not locker room talk. Nobody treats, nobody, no respectable man treats women like that. They just don't. They don't treat them as second class. Um, and I'm not trying to get political. I'm just giving an example. That's not locker room talk. That simply isn't. That's called harassment. That's what we call that. Politics aside, because I don't care. I don't care if it was Democrat or Republican. I'm not, I'm neither. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a conservative. I am nothing. I am Sean O'Rourke. You don't lump me in with that crap. You just don't. So I don't care. But I think it's disgusting the way he has talked about women. It's disgusting. And if you don't think it's disgusting, you need to ask yourself why you don't think that's disgusting and inappropriate. Jeez. All right. And that's what brings me to this. So I found this little article. This was a random one, but it happened to fit in really well uh, with what I've been talking about. 
Um, and so, so I, just, I kept it up here because, and I wanted to talk a little bit about it. The, the topic of this, it, it's on one of those stupid click through sites. So I didn't even get past the first page. Um, it's, it's 22 words. Don't go to 22 words because it's all just clickbait, but it popped up in a feed. Um, and, and one of the top ones just caught my attention. Uh, so here's one that, that was in this and it was, so it was 23 Facebook posts. So insane. You'll want to quit social media forever. And there was a guy on here and this was, these are actual tweets on like either tweets or posts on social media. Um, and here's a guy who said, here's my opinion. Here's my opinion on Trump's remarks about women. Again, I'm not getting political. This has nothing to do with politics or anything else. This is just simply the way women are treated. Uh, uh, Trump's remarks about women. If you don't know what they are, I'm not even going to say them. Google it. Uh, that were secretly and illegally recorded. That's fine. We can get into semantics about that. Trump is a man. Trump likes women. Trump uses breath mints before kissing women, women, a woman. Trump is a normal guy. What's the problem with any of that? It's because of the way he said it, my friend. It's because of the way he said it. And then he went on to actually call um, uh, Michelle Obama a transvestite. Yeah, same post. Michelle Obama, disrespectful. Disrespectful. You know, it was a terrible first lady. Softcore porn actress and first lady now. I mean, just wake the hell up, people. Ridiculous. Terrible. Class, that's what that is. Again, I'm not political. I don't care. Republican, Democrat. That was class. And this guy's classless. Jeez. All right. I, there was another one on here that, that caught my... And here, here's one. Because I, if you've listened to the show in the past, you know, I suffer from OCD and OAD. I am a big proponent of mental illness awareness. And really any disability for that matter. You know, it's, it's just... They need anyone, anyone who has... A, a problem or, or something that, that hinders their, their regular way of life needs, needs to, they need to be respected. You know, I understand everyone throws out, oh, I'm OCD, I'm OCD. No, you're not. No, you're not. Just because you like a clean sink doesn't make you OCD. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. Talk to me when you, when you have such debilitating thoughts that you can't get out of bed. Talk to me when three weeks later you still cry every day because your goddamn dog died. That's OCD, people. That's OCD. Not this, oh, I like a clean sink. I like to organize things. No, no, no. That doesn't make you OCD, my friend. Doesn't make you OED. Does it cause you anxiety? No. Does it take you 20 minutes to lock every door in your house because you, you, take, you take five minutes doing each door 16 times? No. Then you don't have OCD. So stop. That being said, there was a guy who posted on social media. This is genuine. We need to pass laws that make it a felony for a girl to say no to a person with a disability. I say this more as a statement than anything else. This is followed up by, Girls, if you turn me down on a date, it's technically discrimination because I have a disability. You know who you lovely ladies are. Not how it works, my friend. I feel for you if you do have a disability. That doesn't give you the right to then have every girl have to say yes to you have to say yes to dating you. And then I would imagine she has to say yes to having intercourse with you because if she didn't, that would be discriminatory. Yeah, this is the world we live in. Think about that. This is the world we live in. There's a guy out there who actually thinks that. There is a guy out there who thinks that every girl should have to date him because he has a disability. Now, I feel for him. I don't think a woman should turn him down simply because he has a disability, but nobody should be required to date him be just because he has a disability. You want equal rights. Equal rights mean that you can't just make someone date you because the rest of us, everyone else has to live in that world. 
It's amazing. One, and if you're still not getting it, I don't know what else to do. I can give you more cold, hard numbers. You know, in fact, I found this survey where 2,000 women uh, were surveyed and, and asked uh, if they were harassed on the street by other men. And, you, and, and anyone listening to this, you've seen it. Hopefully you have never done this, but you've seen women just get catcalled and inappropriately spoken to, like, just out of nowhere, just because they're walking down the street, because they're wearing a pretty dress, you know? That's ridiculous. And looking at these numbers, these 2,000 women, 2,000 women uh, were polled. And 99% of them experienced street harassment, including, it's going to get worse as we go, leering, honking, whistling, sexist comments, vulgar gestures, sexually explicit comments, and kissing noises. In addition to that, the harassment would continue for some of them, including being followed after they walked by, having their path blocked, means a guy stood right in front of them and just wouldn't let them keep going until that particular woman spoke to him, sexual touching or grabbing, yeah, that's a crime, it's literally a crime. It's called uh, it's called assault or no battery. That would be battery. Could be assault too, but that would be absolutely battery. Uh, target of public masturbation and assault. Target of public masturbation. Think about that. Just because a woman's walking by, there are men out there actually who will then start masturbating because there's a hot woman walking by. Amazing. It's amazing. Yet, why do we have Women's Appreciation Day? Why are there women's rights movements? Why was a statue put up in front of the bull on Wall Street? That's why. That's why, Wall fans. That's why. Because it's needed. That's why Black Lives Matter is a movement and not all lives matter. Because not all lives have been marginalized since they, were, they came to this country. A lot of black lives have. A lot of women's lives have. That's a fact of the matter. So if you're one of those people, you, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're one of those people that's like, well, all lives matter, hashtag all lives matter, <laughs> this is the one that really gets me every time. You know, we have this, te- there's a television channel called Black Entertainment Television, BET. If you're one of those people, it's like, well, why isn't there white entertainment television? Stop listening to my podcast. I love building an audience. This podcast is not for you because that's called hidden racism. These are things, hidden racism, hidden sexism. If you're one of those people that's like, well, I don't date Asian women. I don't, I, you know, and you don't have, I just, I don't know why. I just don't date Asian women or don't date Asian men. That's racist. That's racist. Because you're not dating someone just because they're a race. That's the definition of the term. I'm getting a little too fired up for this freaking episode. I can't believe I haven't, uh, I haven't dropped an F-bomb yet. One more I want to talk about with women's rights, and that's maternity leave. The United States of America is the only first world country in this world that doesn't have appropriate maternity leave. Do you know Sweden, when when you have a child as a mother, you don't work for a year. You don't work for a year. Think about that. Here, you're lucky to get three months. You're lucky if you get three months here. And sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes you're back to work in a couple weeks. And that's even for women who can afford to take a little more time off, you know? You have women out there living paycheck to paycheck who, now I don't want to get, again, I'm not going to get into the details of maybe you can't afford to have a child. Regardless, living paycheck to paycheck, they can't afford to take any maternity leave because that's what we do in this country. We marginalize women 
and mothers and everything else and don't give them the respect they deserve. <sighs> Get with it. Get with it. United States. I think this is a... Ugh. It's ridiculous. And I just can't, I, you know, I can't, I can't take it anymore. People question this, you know, people question. That's why I just gave you a bunch of facts and I could sit here and do hours of just facts, numbers, facts, numbers of why we have women's rights movements of why there's a women's appreciation day. Have you ever seen a woman give birth? Probably not. Some of you, maybe if you haven't go watch a video and then imagine that intensity times 50. That's what it's like for a woman to give birth. And we don't give them the full respect they deserve for giving birth. It's the most amazing thing you will ever, 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 ever see. Guarantee it. But no, women, they, you know, eh, they don't need equal rights. We don't need to appreciate women. Really? We don't need to appreciate women? We don't need a Women's Appreciation Day? Hmm. Think about it. It's common sense. I mean, this is just common sense. And that's why. And I just, I just explained to you why it's common sense. And you know what? You can disagree with me. Disagree. But I don't understand how you could. I don't understand how you could unless you were sexist, misogynist, racist. Then maybe you could. Whew. I'm sorry, wall fans. It had to be talked about. I'm going to get a sip of my beer now. It just it had to be. And if we get some blowback, we're going to talk about it some more. So let me know what you think. Facebook.com slash go tell to the wall at tell the wall pod on Twitter. I got one more thing. I'm just gonna, I got got to breathe for a minute here. Got to breathe. One more thing in the traditional rant fashion, because I usually usually rant about like junk, you know, junk that irritates me. You know, it's been irritating me lately. I live in a a residential neighborhood, but I live also very, very close to a, a, a very popular, I don't want to say busy, it's not like a freeway road, but where there's businesses and restaurants and stuff. So I, I always tell people that are, that are coming over to my house for the first time, like, we have suburban on one side and very urban on the other side. The proper use of the word urban because it means city. Yes, people have turned it into this word to mean races and all this kind of, no, it means city. Maybe you can use that if you want. I don't care. I'm using it in, in, in respect to it being city. You know, some people live like downtown, you're kind of city. Some people live like in the suburbs. We have a mix. But what happens here is cars are parked on the street and everything else. And it's, it's almost every other day I go out to my car to go somewhere and there's a flyer on it in a residential neighborhood. Now I get it. I'm a marketer myself. I spent years, years, years in marketing. I do marketing for this show. I do marketing for other people like this. I understand, but it needs to stop in the neighborhoods. When I'm parked in front of my house, I shouldn't have to take trash off of my car because that's what it is. Now I understand they're trying to get the word out and everything else. We have these things called, this thing called email marketing now. We don't have to waste paper that essentially just gets thrown in the trash. And they do the same thing with my front gate. I have a front gate on our house and, you know, before you get to the front door. And they're throwing flyers there. In fact, today I went to my mailbox and some stupid real estate agent in the neighborhood, without even mailing it, puts it in the mailbox. It, it took all of my strength not to call the guy and be like, you know what? You can't bypass. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the post office, USPS. They don't do a great job. A lot of things. That's probably why they're on the verge of bankruptcy. You can't bypass them and just go walk around putting shit in people's mailboxes. You just can't. You can't. That's not how it works. That is for the mailman. You know, maybe if a neighbor needed to put something in, okay. You know, you put a, like a card in there. Like, okay, that's fine. Not solicitation, not trying to get money from me. It's all over my gate. It's all over my car. 
and it's just wasted paper. I put it straight in the trash. Sometimes I'll be sitting outside and I see them go to put one on the gate and I'm like, oh, no, thank you. And I'm very polite about it because I understand they're just doing their job. But we all need to step back and reevaluate what the hell we're doing here, wasting this paper. It gets thrown away most of the time. I, In fact, to the point where I, I specifically will not read something put on my car outside my house. I just, I won't. I, it's straight to the trash, straight to the recycling. I, I get rid of it right away because you have, you've, you've intruded on my privacy at that point. You have intruded on my privacy. This is my home. I'm not out at a supermarket or out at a business or something where you can be putting flyers on my car. This is my home. This is where I live. This is where I raise my daughter, where I spend time with my wife. I shouldn't have to worry about getting flyers on my car all the time and just countless flyers on the front gate. And on that same note, with all the the, uh, the elections that we had recently, now uh, people that are running for office have seen fit to start post, uh, uh, printing 11 by 17. Not even kidding you. 11 by That's bigger than a standard sheet of paper. 11 by 17 hard cardstock flyers. And then they go in the mailbox and they're sticking out of the damn mailbox. And my mailbox is just wide open all the time, all the time, because these politicians feel the need to, to send out an 11 by 17 flyer. It's ridiculous. So can we please just stop? You know, we stop all the other waste. You can't get it. You can't get a plastic shopping bag without paying money for it in Los Angeles. And in fact, I don't think you can get plastic ones at all. You can pay for a paper one, which I'm all for. Let's save the environment. You know, I get it. But everyone just turns a blind eye to the fact that all this paper is getting wasted on fences, on cars. Stop. Just stop. It's driving me nuts. I apologize if you're one of those people that makes a living off doing that. Um, but really, find better ways. Be more like Burger King. Because <laughs> they're doing it right. Don't be like Pepsi. Be like Burger King. Or honestly, follow Wendy's on social media too because that's hilarious. And Wendy's going to be in your head and you're going, oh, I got to get that spicy chicken, you know, or whatever other stuff they got there. See, I don't, I don't, I don't go to those as much. I wish Wendy's, I wish was close. That's the one I've always really liked um, outside of in and out All right. So that's it. That's it for this week. You know what? Wall fans, I, I seriously, if you're still here, thank you for sticking with me through all that. And I apologize for getting honestly quite fired up, uh, but it had to happen. It had to happen. Um, as always, thank you all for joining. If you're new to the show, thank you for checking us out. Hopefully you will stick around. Uh, for those of you that have been around for a long time, thank you for sticking around as per usual. Uh, I am going to tease one thing, good friend of mine, because on the last episode, uh, I talked about stone using recycled sewage water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for, to, to brew beer. And apparently this is more common than I'd realized. I just haven't had a chance to read the article. My good friend Kevin sent it over to me. Um, I think he likes to keep me honest on this podcast. <laughs> He's like, well, you're complaining, you know, complain about that, but you're already, I'm probably already drinking it anyway. Um, so we're, I'm, I'm going to get a little more into that probably on the next episode. Uh, but again, thank you all for sticking around. We are Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. This was episode 14. Uh, we will be back next week. So look forward to that. Uh, as always, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Podomatic, Really, any of those podcast apps, uh, we're listed on there. I know Podcatcher, uh, Pod, there's like a Stitcher or something. One of those were on there as well. Um, and also, don't forget to check us out on Facebook.com slash GoTellToTheWall and on Twitter at GoTellTheWallPod. You can also follow me personally. Um, you know, I just realized. All right, Burning Man section's happening next week. We're, we're out of time. We're out of time. Burning Man section's happening next week. But I've teased it now, and I promise it will go in next week. Um, but again... 
You can also follow me, my personal account on Twitter. It is at Magical Muppet or Magic Muppet. Oh, sure, it's not work. It's either Magical or Magic Muppet. My my nickname happens to be Magical Muppet, but I, that might have already been taken, so it might be Magic Muppet. Uh, so you can also follow me personally on there uh, for for all of your your weekly, daily, monthly dose of common sense. Uh, so again, we are Go Tell It to the Wall Podcast. I'm the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Thank you for joining us for episode 14. And remember, remember, until next week, always use common sense.